Hey, family, if you are new here and listening to older episodes, we've made some changes. We rebranded and changed the name of the Abundant Living Podcast to Wealth and Wisdom Together with Wesleya and Willa. You're in the right place, and we're glad you are listening. So enjoy this episode. Why is change so hard? What keeps us stuck? You know, the feeling you get when you're comfortable with the way you're doing stuff, but recognize that in order to get the result you want, something has to change. What is stopping us? What is holding you back? What is the resistance? And where is it coming from? On this episode of the Abundant Living Podcast, we're talking about fighting the internal resistance to change. (laughs) Y'all got to hear this one. Welcome to the Abundant Living Podcast. We are your hosts, Wesleya Eccles and Willa Williams, co-founders of Trinity Financial Coaching. We are a community of wealth partners who are Christian professional women that lift up the double protection of wisdom and wealth. We believe wisdom is better when it's paired with money, especially if you get both while you're still living. Every week, we have conversations guided by this principle from Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verses 11 through 12 to help you manage your money confidently, live life purposefully, and build wealth intentionally. So we invite you to subscribe, rate, review, and share the Abundant Living Podcast with your family and your friends. Hello, Wealth Partners. Welcome to another episode of the Abundant Living Podcast. What is it that makes us keep doing the same thing over and over again, seeking different results, especially when you want your financial success to mirror the career success that you have, right? You have success in other areas, but when it comes to finance or maybe relationships or maybe physical, there's some work that you got to put in. There's Mm -hmm. some behavior change that has to happen, some behavior modification that has to happen in order for you to see the results that you want. But oftentimes we get stuck. I mean, Mm -hmm. just stuck. So this is what happens in our brain. I need to save money. I know how to save money, but I don't want to do the things I need to do to save the money, but I still want to save the money. You get me? Mm -hmm. You can put this in it. I need to lose weight. I know how to lose weight, but I don't want to do the things I need to do to lose the weight, but I still want to lose weight. You get me? It applies to so much because I can say the same thing. I need to eat right. I know what to eat right. (laughs) Why don't I eat right? (laughs) Right. (sighs) So we all come across this conundrum, if you will, where (laughs) what we believe and what we want to happen and our actions, it it doesn't line up. And if you're (laughs) like me... Uh, When that happens to me, (laughs) my first response is, it don't take all that. And yet, I'm still trying to get the results that I want. But in the back of my head, I keep telling myself over and over again, 
It don't, it don't, it don't take all that. And so the concept is internal resistance and it's also known mm-hmm. as self-sabotage. Mm-hmm. And this is the feeling that can come up in all areas of our lives. That tension that you feel because you keep doing the same thing over and over and over again and that's you're not getting the results. That is the self-sabotage. Yeah. It happens when you decide to become a better manager of your finances. Mm-hmm. When you want to increase your credit score, when you want to prepare for home ownership. There's so many things that you want to fix in your finances and believe that you could be further ahead than you currently are. But there's something that's holding you back. It's this internal resistance that's holding you back. It's a resistance to change is what it is. It's not low self-confidence. It's not low self-esteem. It's really just resistance to change. That's right. Internal resistance. Exactly. Internal resistance to Mm -hmm. change. This is more or less a, you know, psychological reaction to change. Yeah. It's like yeah. a self-protection mechanism where we oppose change or struggle against our desired behavior modification. But we can see it manifest itself on so many different levels. It can manifest itself subconsciously, but it could be very blatant, almost like but you've seen the cartoons with the good angel and the bad angel. And I think <laughs> you're going to be able to talk about that even more in the faith focus, but what it looks like subconsciously is procrastination, wasting time, making excuses, avoidance, distraction, delaying, perfectionism, inertia, and feeling stuck. And we talked about that in the keeping the momentum Mm -hmm. episode. Mm -hmm. Overthinking, analysis paralysis. It shows up in so many different ways that we can't always readily put our finger on it. But today we're going to talk about why change is so hard. And we're going to give you some tips on what you can do to fight the internal resistance to change. But Willa, give us our faith focus. (laughs) It's hard to go to the faith focus when I, I keep seeing and hearing you say, It's like (laughs) self-protection, but it's self-sabotage. It's self-sabotage, exactly. I think I'm protecting myself, but I'm actually setting myself up for failure. Yes. Oh, my. Oh, my. (laughs) Oh, my. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The faith focus does just what you see. I can see the two angels. Angels now (laughs) sitting on my shoulder. The things that I know that I should be doing, <laughs> I ain't doing them. Romans 7, 19 to 25 talks about this. And it says, for I do not do the good I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do. This I keep on doing. Now, if I do what I do not want to do, it is no longer I who do it. But it is sin living in me that does it. (laughs) Is that what's happening? Is that that self-protection that has disguised itself and is truly self-sabotage? That's that sin. So it goes on to say in 21, so I find this law at work. Although I want to be good and do good, evil is right there with me. For in my inner being, I delight in God's law. 
But I see another law at work in me, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin at work in me. That's what's keeping me from doing what I'm supposed to do. That's that internal resistance. <laughs> That's that law of sin at work in me. <laughs> Ooh. Then when you think about what Ephesians says, Ephesians 3, 16 says, I pray that out of my his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his Holy Spirit in your inner being. That's how we're going to get beyond it. That's how to be strengthened by the Lord in our inner being. That's the way that we're going to get beyond thinking that self-protection is not self-sabotage because that's what we really think. It is self-sabotage, but we're thinking it's Mm self-protection. You know, when I was looking at this, I really began to think about David and Solomon in, in First Chronicles where David was telling his son, you know, Come on, it's time for you. The Lord has said you're going to be the one who build the temple. And he said, be strong and courageous and get to work. Don't be frightened by the size of the task for the Mm -hmm. Lord, your God, my God is with you. He will not forsake you. He will see to it that everything is finished correctly. So do you think that sometimes we look at the task and we think it's too big And that's why we don't want to do it. That's why we resist. I think that's what's going on. I I think it's several things, honestly. I think it's, and and that could be one thing. Yeah. But what I know is that change is hard. Yeah. Because habits are strong and pervasive. Yeah. Yeah. So we do things habitually. There are things, there are rhythms that we have and it's just what we do and habits avoid thinking. So they're done automatically. So anything that minimizes that seems to be your brain's preference, right? Yes, easy. The fewer decisions, the better, right? Yes. So to change, we must be confident that the change is in our best interest. Otherwise, our habits will always win. <laughs> but you know, if you've tried to change before, sometimes it's not easy because you'll say, oh, I tried that and it didn't work, so forget it. I'm just going to go forward. Uh-uh. That's one of the reasons why change is hard <laughs> because there's a level of consistency yes. that has to happen. We hear it all the time. I try to make this budget work and it ain't working. So I <laughs> need a budget. Also, <laughs> In that same vein, we think what we're doing is working, sort of. So there are actions that we're taking. It might not get us to the results as quick as we want it to be, but we see a little bit of traction. Yeah. Uh, That goes back to what I said at at the top of the episode. It don't take all of that. (laughs) I I don't. This is, I'm not, I'm not doing it. It don't take, it don't. It doesn't take all of that to get this result. But then you're looking at the person or you're looking at the method or you're looking at the results of others and you say, well, how did you do that? And they tell you all the steps that they did to to get there. Mm-hmm. And you still say, well, what I'm doing is working sort of. It don't take all of that. 
And then another reason why change is hard is because change is uncomfortable. True that. <laughs> it's uncomfortable. It we don't, we don't. Because it's different. Like it. It's not yeah. familiar. Mm-hmm. Habits are familiar. Mm-hmm. And and you feel secure when you're doing your habits. Yes. Because yes. it's something that you've yes. already done. Eh, you don't have to take any extra effort. Change, you got to take a little extra effort. Yes. But you have to look at it, look at the benefits of it. We have to, when I understand why change is hard, it puts me in a better position to fight the internal resistance to change. Mm-hmm. Because the results that I want definitely outweighs being out of my comfort zone, it outweighs <laughs> getting beyond what's working sort of. And like you said, in the faith focus, strengthened by the power of the Holy Spirit and in my inner being. Yeah. There's yeah. no reason why with that as my that's right. Is my fuel why I can't change my behaviors so that I can get the results that I want. That's a word. There are things that we have a habit of doing that hinders Mm -hmm. our progress, but we will continue to do it because we feel like what we're doing is working sort of. Change is uncomfortable. You tried to do it in the past and it failed, and your habits are just strong. But as you talk through that, it really helps us to see what obstacles are holding you back. It was an obstacle. Sometimes we live with uncertainty and we cling to the familiar. Doing what you had been previously taught is familiar. Mm-hmm. He just kept it going. Another thing that can really help us recognize the obstacles that's holding us back is to be clear about your vision. If you're working toward a specific goal, to <laughs> me, as you work toward, you're just getting closer and closer yeah. and closer. And that's excitement. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that motivates you. Yes. And it motivates you to think positive. Celebrate it. Boost it with confidence. Yeah. Just celebrate that. You know, sometimes we feel like we need to pull all our stuff together. I got to have all the ducks in a row, everything lined up to me. No, no. That's not always the best because it can hold you back. It can be an obstacle, can stop you from changing because you're going to say you can't change because you don't have everything organized. I can't do it now because <laughs> I, 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 wait a minute, hold it, I, I ain't straight yet. But that's just like when people say, I'm going to get my life right before, before I go they back go to, to church. church. <laughs> <laughs> Another <laughs> obstacle is. How do I put this? You don't want to transform your habits. Mm. They're powerful. Yeah. And they happen automatically. You hit A, you do B. It's just automatic. The thing that I have learned to do and really want to continue to do is to respond to things and not react so much. Mm -hmm. I react out of habit. I respond proactively. And when you respond that's when you're going toward doing the thing that's going to help you reach your new goal. Yeah. Versus reacting. Yes. On that thing that you've been used to forever. And you really have to transform your mind. Yeah. To yield to change. You do. 
And if you've listened to previous episode, episodes, I always talk about weight only because that's just honestly, nope, see, I'm changing my words. <laughs> hey, I'm a woman of a certain age and my body changed. Yeah. And I oh, had to get the mindset of mm-hmm. it's not about the scale, but it's really mm-hmm. about keeping away family medical conditions. It's about being the healthiest I can be, mm-hmm. being the most confident mm-hmm. person that I can be. Mm-hmm. And it's about looking looking 50s in the face with a smile and yes. giving it my all and showing up. So I committed. And with that mindset, I was able to now commit to my water aerobics classes mm-hmm. twice a week. I commit to my strength training classes twice a week. Mm-hmm. I actually got a trainer who showed me exercises that I actually enjoy. <laughs> I never thought yeah, all my days that I would <laughs> honestly enjoy going to the gym and enjoy going to work out. But I mm-hmm. had to change my mindset and not be focused solely on, I got to lose weight. Now, have I met with nutritionists and I do understand about the mindfulness, transforming my mind, the mm-hmm. mindfulness of how I eat? Absolutely. But that is not the driving factor. And so now I can move forward. And what my body does, my body does. I say all that to say also that you have to identify your triggers. Mm -hmm. When I was working with my trainer, just as a part of accountability because of the gym that I was at, I had to weigh in every month. And I weighed in and my weight didn't change. And I instantly went back to what we just talked about. Mm-hmm. I've tried to change in the past and failed. So I had been working with her for three weeks and get on a scale. The number didn't change. And in that instant, I almost forgot everything that I just told you all, which was the clarified vision, mm-hmm. the clarified vision as to why I am working out in the first place. Right. That trigger almost threw everything out the window. And I almost fell right back into my old habits because I was like, it ain't worth it. It don't take all of this. Mm. I'm getting my apple fritter on my way home from the gym. (laughs) (laughs) I've been there, done that, lived through it. I know for me that that scale was a trigger Mm -hmm. that could distract me from the change. Start small, change a little bit at a time. And for me, not looking at that scale as often. I got on a scale one day and there was substantial movement. But that could still be a trigger because now I don't want to get all like, all right, let's go back to the top. Well, what I'm doing is working, <laughs> sort of. So I don't have to do this anymore. I have to continue to do it because it's yes, not about the scale. It's mm-hmm. really about me being healthy, not having any health issues, and being as confident and as strong as I can be as I enter into the second half of my life. But, you know, as you speak, you are so telling the truth that you have to make your mind up yourself. Now, I love water aerobics. I'll say almost 10 years, it has been a consistent part yes. of my life. Mm-hmm. I tried to get my friend to come. I didn't. I wasn't going then. There was a day when we both wore the Anita Baker haircut. Well, I said, God, I had to get rid of that because 
I don't know. I was sweating it out anyway. It didn't matter. <laughs> you know, you go, you go to the hairdresser on Friday and then Sunday morning in the choir loft, you were sweating like, oh, well, back at home Sunday afternoon and you washing your hair. Why did I give my stylist my money? I don't know. So we <laughs> took care of all that. Yeah, walk into water aerobics. It was great. But I was asking my friend. It's so good for you. It's healthy. It's good for your bones, good for your joints, da, da, da. but not until it was time. Okay. Not until you yes. were ready. Yes. Not until you recognized what it would do for you and could do for you. Yes. And that's the same thing that happens with finances. Yeah, I can get a budget. I can save here. I can spend that way. I can be frugal. I can do all those things, mm -hmm. but not until they're ready. And although we're talking about how change has affected us and behavior modification affected us yeah. from a physical standpoint, but these same attributes, this all of this still happens when you're trying to deal with your money. That's right. Because sometimes mm -hmm. you feel that the behavior modification, that uncomfortableness feel, makes you feel like you're going to die and <laughs> you're not. It's just uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. It's just uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to say no because I am focused on this and it happens. But if your goal is to make sure that your financial success is a reflection of your career success or the other yeah. success you experience in every other areas of your life, then some behavior modification or some change is going to have to happen. If you are wanting to make spirit-led decisions, and we talked about this before, spirit-led decisions, not solely dependent upon how it's going to impact your finances, but you just want to be obedient to what God tells That's you right. to do and how he tells you to shift, then it's going to take some behavior change in order to do that. So if you're beating yourself up and you're frustrated, first of all, Remove all the judgment. Remove yeah. all the shame. It's okay to begin again. It's okay to work on that budget and get it to the point where you can actually follow it until you see how it supports all of your goals for financial success. It is okay to change. It yes. is okay to begin again. It is okay to stumble in the process, it I is would say okay. It's necessary. Exactly. You don't always get that the first time. So it's okay. But yeah. the consistency, the diligence, and the behavior change, you're absolutely right. When we begin to think about that resistance that rises up inside of us, that really tries to hold us back from our purpose, few things we have to do. We got to truly acknowledge that we need to change. Acknowledge that. Mm -hmm. I have this goal. I want to reach it. I need to do something different. Change. Mm -hmm. We got to take the steps that we need to do to start. If we don't, we'll continue to react and not respond. We'll continue to practice our same habits and not do anything different Anything progressive. Give yourself some grace, please. So you might have to make <laughs> yep. some adjustments as you are trying to change or make yeah. the changes. You might have to make your changes slow and incrementally. As we do things slowly, 
and incrementally, we can recognize the value of the successes in those small steps, Mm -hmm. continue to celebrate those small steps. And what they do is encourage us. And we talked about momentum before. Those small encouragements are the things that help move us on. Remember, it's essential to embrace change if you want to grow. Once you understand what's holding you back, you can come up with strategies that will help you reach your professional and personal and financial goals. Yes, you can. Yes. We can continue this conversation over in our Abundant Living Wealth and Wisdom Facebook group. So if you go to www.mytfcoach.com forward slash community, just come on over. And if there is any way that we can support you in a change that you might be trying to make in order to reach your goals, especially your financial goals, we can support you with the other wealth partners that are in the group that will also chime in and give you encouragement and support. We are your financial auntie and big sister, your Mm -hmm. wealth partners. And our end goal for you is always financial transformation and financial success with fulfillment and wealth on your terms. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we pray that what was shared continues to help you manage your money confidently. Until next time. Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at MyTFCoach. Bye for now and continue to live abundantly under the double protection of wealth and wisdom, putting God first as you manage money confidently, live life purposefully and build wealth intentionally.